What's up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast, episode number 237. I'm Jeff James with me, as always, tonight. The incredible Luscious Brody. How are you? I'm fantastic. Not even peachy tonight. I'm fantastic. Ooh, damn. Tonight we have drinks. What are you drinking, sir? Uh, I got some Crown. Okay. Some vanilla I've got Crown. Some Tom's Town vodka from Kansas City. Picked that up when I was out there. Nice. Uh, with just a little bit of uh, Perrier lime in it. Ooh. You know, bougie ghetto. Look at you. You fancy over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and cubed ice from Ooh. the door of my fridge. <laughs> <laughs> No artisan ice here, baby. Um, anyways, yeah, thanks, uh, guys, uh, for listening, for returning. Welcome back. Um, if you're listening to us for the first time, welcome. Um, we <laughs> give basically our thoughts um, on video games and news and rumors each and every single week, every single Thursday evening. We go live on Twitch and YouTube at around 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. And the audio version of the podcast is up every single Friday morning, except if we take breaks for holidays like we were away for a week. That's why I feel rough doing this when you take a week off. It's like, how do <laughs> you, how do rocky. I do this again? What do I do? Um, but yeah, uh, if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe to us, whether it's on YouTube or whether it's uh, through the audio version of the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. You can find us there. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast. And uh, with that, I'll just jump right into stuff. Um, the theme of today's episode is just go- going through basically what we think is is, is going to happen or predictions for the gaming year of uh, 2022. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to talk about what we've been playing first, Jeff. Oh, shit. That's right. There, I've been away for there, a week. I guy. was just going to compliment. I was like, you know, for being rough, you fucking killed it. But eh, we got off a little bit. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> what have I been playing? Absolutely yes. nothing because I've been traveling this entire week, going to see family, right. went and saw them up in Canada. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I haven't touched anything. I mean, I drove fucking hours to Canada and then oh no I lied Ooh, oh I played um I played Battlefront 2 at my brother's house on oh, PS4 okay. I was like, where did you play that at gotcha on um, PS4 and then god what else did we play we played something else too that's all I can think of right now. Other than that, yeah. I literally it was just family event after family event after family event after. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I'm still trying to see people I hadn't seen in like two years. So, like, I've seen everybody now. Nice. Well, except for one cousin. So oh. that's about it. Sorry, but, one cousin. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> right. They probably don't listen to the show. It's fine. <laughs> no, absolutely do not. Certainly not. <laughs> uh, so I played. I've been playing Halo still, been grinding through that, playing like the winter event stuff, at least getting my game in so I can get that weird peppermint colored armor <laughs> coating and whatnot. <laughs> Why not? Huh? Right. Uh, played a bunch of Forza 5 because I'm still pretty pretty well hooked on it. I usually only play it about once a week and I get all through all my challenges and things like that. But uh, me and the wife got back into It Takes Two finally last night, played a little bit of that. Coolio. You're going to enjoy it, man. You're yeah, really I mentioned to you. Yeah, it. I bought that for my wife for Christmas. So, uh, I'm curious. I've been playing some Destiny 2, baking cookies and their winter event thing that they had going on <laughs> and, and all that good stuff. <laughs> and and this is actually my, my big one. Uh, and then I wanted to talk about one other game before we moved on, too. Uh, I played super hot, but in VR. My nephew got a, v, a PlayStation uh, VR 
for Christmas, and okay. that was the first time I have ever Stop played it, VR. Hold on. Your nephew, um, no, that's your cousin, John Daly Jr. Uh, no, that's my that's one of my nephews. But his younger him? brother. No, it was his younger. Oh man, brother. we got to hook him up to VR. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> uh, I I wish we would have had it hooked up before he he bailed for the night. But uh, yeah, I got to finally play VR for the very first time, other than like the old like back in the nineties, early two thousands. Oh like, wow, really? Rigs. That's the first oh. time I've ever played it um, oh. because I, I've been wanting to get PSVR, but I'm waiting for the next one to come out. Right. Yes. Um, but holy cow, man, super hot in VR is so cool. Like, cause of the way that game works, it, it works very well for VR anyway, because time only moves when you move and you feel like you're in the matrix, like dodging bullets and things like that. It is awesome. Like Good. for, for the first VR experience, that was perfect and Did you get I, uh dizzy or sick no, no good not really good so i'm i'm super stoked for um for like you know uh the the next vr system to or not system but uh peripheral to come out because i am actually hooked on it now like just for super hot alone i'm like i will buy this day one this is so cool um but yeah the the other thing I wanted to talk about just super briefly, and it was something that came to mind as I was thinking of games to play. So I've been playing pretty much exclusively on my Xbox for a while now, and it's I don't know why necessarily. It just seems to be where I kind of gravitated to because of Halo and Forza and and I have Destiny on there and all, all of the expansions and everything. But mm-hmm. I, I thought about it today and Writers Republic is, you know, we picked that up right at release and I barely touched it. And I think a huge portion of why I have barely touched it is because we have to replay all of the shit that we did in the beta. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I did. I I did touch it a week, like a, maybe like a week, week and a half ago. Yeah. I went back to it and yeah, I mean, I did a bunch of stuff, but it was like, yeah, I did some races, checked out like some different landmarks and stuff like that. Kind of just like some mini, you know, just, just went and collected stuff, just Easter egg shit. Um, and that's all I was doing the last time I played too. I yeah. wish I didn't play so much during the beta because I feel like I ruined the game for myself almost. Yeah, but also like honestly, I got to a point where I was further than what I was from from the beta, and it yeah. just seems there's a lot of repetitiveness to it. Um, and like I have, there's no sense of community to it for me. Right. Like I've been on the that's subreddit, hard. but I feel like the mechanics in the game and the the, the way that you communicate with people in the game sucks. Yeah. And I don't think it creates a republic. <laughs> I think it creates right. like I'm just here and there happens to be someone else, you know. <laughs> you know, just That's ripping fair. ass down this mountain. So but I did discover uh, you know, other stuff into it that I thought was cool. Yeah. But there definitely needs to be some changes to it. I think they should just honestly put more Red Bull stuff in it or more yeah. like I'd love to see more like X game stuff. Yeah. Or like shit, That's you're gonna fair. have winter Olympics come up. I mean, do something in game. Yeah, you know, but I've heard cool. absolutely nothing. So we'll, we'll have to see on that. I just happened to to think about that today, and I kind of wanted to touch on it super briefly. But yeah, now yeah. now we can move on to the topic. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Well, we can we can kind of go back and forth if you want. Yeah, I figured. Um, yeah, we go back because I have a couple different like I have a couple different stages on this. Like I figured I sat there I do and too. like I do okay, too. Cool. Yeah. I, I was sitting there 
just racking my brain going through like my game library trying to figure out i'm like what are just going to be announced a lot of my stuff is like either hardware or acquisitions okay some software but it's more like tech-based stuff like hardware and like what i think Or like, I guess, kind of like business moves, I think. So maybe they'll complement each other pretty well. So the the first thing I have is that console shortages will still be a problem throughout the entire year of 2022. And to be honest with you, I think it's going to get worse. I think so, too. I think it'll probably be really bad for the first Q1 and Q2, the first half of the year. And then I think it'll ease up a bit. I mean, Micron and Samsung came out today saying that they basically you know got locked down like their their factories over in china are in lockdown and they're not gonna be able to fulfill yeah. orders so that's only gonna make things more complicated and i'm sure there's more people than just micron and samsung so but I, I think it's gonna get worse and i think ultimately people are just gonna get more pissed off um because and i'll talk into other stuff i don't think it's gonna slow sony and microsoft from continuing to launch uh, other right. things that either complement or enhance the mm-hmm. systems that are already out, which they shouldn't stop that. Like I've seen stuff on no. Twitter where like, well, they shouldn't launch any of this until they can figure out the console thing. It's like, it's not their fault. I mean, it's not right. You know, Microsoft, it has more money than God. If it was their fault, they would pay to fix the damn thing. Yeah. And get it, it figured it, out. I, I kind of get where they're coming from. Cause like some of the magic of a, of some of these games is playing them upon release and, you know, having those water cooler talks about some of them. Right. Mm-hmm. But I at the same time, I mean, these are businesses and they're not purposely holding these back. If right. they could sell more, they absolutely would sell more. But and on top of that, they're not going to stop selling games. So, of course, they're well, going to continue. These like, millions already sold, right? Like, it's not like there's like yeah. a thousand PS5s floating around. Because right. the, the thing I saw most people get outraged was when they showed off the um, the new interchangeable panels for the PS5. Right. And people are like, oh my God, they're already releasing this and they they, yeah, they can't get consoles here. It's like, there's millions of consoles already. Yeah, it, it's like, there's been a market. over a year. It's a like, reasonable time, right? Yeah, there's like, a market to sell these things I, too. You know, part of the problem scalpers, part of the problem supply chain stuff. Like there's so many issues there that it's not, it's not clean cut. Like, oh, well, this is Microsoft and Sony's fault for not having enough production. Like it, the PS5 sold quicker than the PS4. So... I, <sighs> I mean, what do you what do you want them to do, right? <laughs> right, exactly. So I think I think the Switch will be the easiest one to get out of the out of yeah. the three. Um, I saw Switch lights available. I still see show. switches. Okay, I, I saw, saw Switch lights when I was up in Canada, and I think Canada is an extreme because, yeah. I mean, the product has to go even further, and right. typically has to go to U.S. and then up to Canada after that. Um, yeah, but I saw Switch lights at a couple different places. Um, no, obviously no PS5s, no Xbox Series X anywhere. I went, but I was I wasn't honestly looking to buy one because I have a PS5. But um, yeah, so I saw you know just issues. But yeah, that's what I think. I think it's going to continue to be a problem. I started out light, and then I kind of yeah. amp up in my predictions. But I expect okay. that to still be a problem into halfway through 2022. Maybe maybe some ease up in the second half. But I feel like for the next at least year, year and a half, you're going to have annoyances in trying to get these things. So here's my software low-hanging fruit. I'll just go ahead and knock both of them out of the this way. This is your right prediction? Now. Just super low-hanging fruit. I mean, you if you walk too close to this, it's gonna smack you right in the face, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Call of Duty and Mod Madden. <laughs> those were just kind of thrown in there as a <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> no, uh, um, those are my extremely low-hanging fruit. Like obviously, we're gonna get those. They they're every year 
It Yo, but well, we get a special stops. edition of Madden though. John Madden passing away now, which is crazy. This is probably true. Which is yeah, absolutely crazy. Boy, that was wild. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then I tweeted something. Those assholes at Kotaku. Instead of just like being, you know, hey, um, you know, John Madden passed away. This is what he did for, you know, sports video games. I mean, he yeah. made them a completely viable product with his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, instead it was about like how it normalized concussions in football. And I'm like, oh, my God. What, what a fucking stretch that is. But OK. <laughs> but then again, I mean, it is Kotaku we're is talking Kotaku. about. So They're do crazy. I expect anything less? No. Crazy fucking people. Even. Even without uh, your buddy Jason Schreier there, they continue the bullshit. And I think it's oh, even Jason Schreier's at Bloomberg, which is just like a mecca of bullshit anyways. Yeah. So it is what it is. I mean, if the you're, you're going to write an article that says inflation isn't really that bad, you're an asshole. Right. <laughs> Inflation's <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, you know, there's degrees to when inflation is bad. Right. But nobody wants to pay more for anything. I mean, that... That, when they don't have to, I mean that that is that is by and large a terrible thing. That's not a great thing. But yeah. anyways, was that, were those your predictions? Those are just super low hanging. I have so okay. many more. Here's so here's, many more. Here's one that's got uh, that we've gotten five for. I think Stadia shuts down in 2022. I'm standing <laughs> by it. So I, many Stadia fans. <laughs> I tweeted this out. I now mind you, I said Stadia dies in 2022. Looking back on, it, I probably should have wrote shuts down. Maybe that wouldn't have deterred. No, it wouldn't. Have. It would still win. No, it wouldn't have. Mattered. Boy, out of the woodwork, so many people just uh, just came and just fucking attacked me. It was wild. Um, got awkward too at one point because one guy took my. So I said I mentioned that, and then like I guess like a two days later, or within twenty four hours, someone from Stadia just posted that they're gonna have a, a some sort of. They're, they just did a, like a shadow announce of like, hey, we're going to bring X amount of games to the system this year. But like, you know, no actual proof of it. Just some fucking guy said it. Um, I got uh, shit posted by uh, some people who work at fucking Google. Fuck you. Uh, I got um, <laughs> I got then Bryant uh, Nerf report, which we've had him on the fucking show before this asshole, not Bryant, some asshole yeah. who I, I guess watches them. I don't know. Um, takes my thing and then like puts well this aged like spoiled milk and it's like I have the whole year for my thing to come true and like right he like made it awkward and then it was like posted to Bryant's and I'm just sitting there like I'm like I'm not gonna respond because I don't want to start anything on Bryant's fucking Twitter right and then Brian didn't respond because he's like I know this guy <laughs> yeah we, we have worked together but You're like you what know. the fuck is this so I was just like this is stupid. Um, yeah, I got some DMS from people. Um, I, there's boy, you know what? It's a pretty toxic community. I, it's up there. Like, I mean, this is, it's up there. It's at a pretty, pretty high level of toxicity. Um, I'm sure there's great people. I'm sure there's great people. Yeah. Like Every Brian, asshole. Brian's awesome. Came Brian to my has Twitter. been fantastic. Like we, oh yeah, Brian's great. I, nothing I said, here's the problem I have, right? It's Twitter. I'm not going to sit there and I'm not going to write a fucking essay about the yeah. full thoughts. Here. I simply said Stadia dies in 2022. Okay. Community managers moved on to a different portion, different part of Google. There's been other devs that have moved. They've closed down their in-house development, like developer, right? Right. That's gone. Okay. People have been poached 
and uh, we have another. We have a, the lady got poached that uh, went and started the thing with Ubisoft. Dude was poached for Sony to work on PS Now. I mean, it's and it's Google. Let's be real. There's a fucking site dedicated to the things that Google has killed. I mean, Google. Oh, yeah. If 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 something doesn't just like by happenstance take off, okay. Regardless of the amount of billions or millions of dollars that they pour into something, they crumple it up, throw it into a fucking trash can. Right. I never said the tech was stupid. I just make an assessment and go, boy, this looks a lot like other Google products and this doesn't look good for it. So I think it, I think ultimately if it it shuts down and I don't think it's a fail that it shuts down. I just don't think that, I mean, it can't compete. It It, can't compete with Xbox and game pass and what they have. It's also a stupid model where you buy a game to then stream it cloud-wise, you'll never get it back. It's not like you can use your physical version and then use that license to then stream like through xCloud or something like that. This is, it's just, it's not viable. I mean, it's right. not like you can sit there and, and it's, it's not a full-fledged like Game Pass. Right, right. Where I'm getting everything. And I also brought up the fact that uh, I looked up the app on the Android Play Store, on the Google Play Store, right? It has 1 million downloads, which in the grand scheme of things is nothing because people download it and don't necessarily use it or right. they downloaded it to check it out. That's not actual users. And it has a 3.7 star rating, which is kind of yeah. like, yeah, whatever. But I just I, I I I'm with you. I don't think it's a bad product. I just don't think it can no. survive against playstation and xbox yeah. the powerhouses i mean and of course nintendo but they're not doing any of this Oof. right so uh, yeah but i don't think it can survive in in this like no the competitors landscape. it goes up against have their own ip right massive acquisitions of studios yep and and they know how to how to do it i mean like the tech don't get me wrong tech is cool i yeah. get it cool oh, i yeah. can go buy like a you know $80 shitty Chromebook and I can play, you know, fucking Anything Tomb Raider on it, on it whatever right. I want on it. Right. I just, it's, it's not like the marketing to it. There's no marketing for it. Oh, the marketing is wild terrible. because you, this company owns YouTube, mm-hmm. right? They own fucking Google ads. They own Google <laughs> search, the yeah. number one search platform in the fucking universe. They own so many things. I have nothing. I have told Bryant a couple times on on uh, Twitter. I've like he'll post something. I'll be like, "Dude, you do better marketing than what yes. Google does for their own fucking product." I know, yeah. And he always likes it because he knows it's true, and that's the problem. Like, if they would right. market it better, I think it could actually maybe survive. But I even then, know, it's though, a, it would it's have a stretch, to make right? such a massive. They would have to pour so much money into acquiring studios, but they're not going to. They can't do it. They can't turn into a game company. It's not in well, the DNA. And in this in the same hand as what you're saying there, like Xbox also has an advantage because they also still have a console. And so for people right. who don't have great internet, they can still play games. Whereas you have to have pretty solid internet to actually run Stadia. Like pretty decent internet to be able yep. to get by on it. And that is the only thing they have. So their market is already limited from the get-go, let alone where, you know, Xbox or PlayStation 
yeah, you usually have to connect to like set everything up. But once you get some games downloaded and stuff, you only have to connect so often to verify your license for games and things. So it's it's not apples to apples by any means. And they are I mean, PlayStation and Xbox already have a leg up in that regard. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's a niche community. I look at it like the Zune. There was love for the Zune. There there was love for the Zune. It was a cool product. It was actually ahead of the iPod at the time by leaps and bounds. But Mm -hmm. the company behind it wasn't a company that should have ever made it. Right. And they mishandle everything. I mean, look at YouTube. Well, they don't only mishandle in, their strategy; is ridiculous. They the moment they announce a streaming game platform, they shut down YouTube Gaming. What the fuck is that? <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah, you know, you um, could sit there as like, an executive and be like, you know what, YouTube Gaming hasn't been doing well for us, and I'd sit in the table and be like, well, thank fucking God, we're gonna, you know, launch a streaming game platform that might be able to tie into it. Hey, that might boost some fucking revenue. My that God. was like a month after they talked about Stadia being able to, to stream directly right. to yes. YouTube gaming. Yes. They shut it down. You cannot tell me that those guys all sat in these meetings and didn't know that shit was going to be shut the fuck down a month out. A month out. Like, what? How How's that work? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, that's the craziness of crazy. it. So I don't know. Hey, crazy people tap my Twitter. That was it. And then, yeah, but it was all made fun. up for better because then I made fun of a Spider-Man NFT with a big old thick booty and that just blew up and <laughs> like a hundred um, something likes loved it. <laughs> so, uh, to, to stay on the same kind of like hardware ish topic that you are, uh, sure. I think PlayStation VR is finally going to get a release date. We've Ooh, already seen it. a look at it. it from me. Yeah, I was, I was going to squeeze that one in, hey, um, up. but PlayStation VR is finally going to get a release date this year and I think it will come out this year. What do they call it? Um, PlayStation VR 2. <laughs> I you think? wouldn't even be surprised. PSVR 2 for the PlayStation 5. That's okay. That's all right. Yeah, that's not bad. PSVR Pro? Elite? Yeah, Plus? I think that gets, gets kind of muddy. Yeah. That's like, I imagine that's like this is going to be specifically yeah. for the PS5. I don't think it'll work on PS4. Okay, so here's my question to you on that. Do you think that it's going to have like the dedicated box for it and all that shit? Do you think everything's going to be head? Do you think it's going to be like Oculus Quest 2 where everything's going to be? Um, they already talked about the patent talked slate, about right? some of it, right? And, and they actually did release that blog post last year that was very minimal. And it sounded like they were going to go as wireless as they can on a lot of this just mm-hmm. for simplicity's sake, because it's, like it's a nightmare to. if you have to set this up all the time. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I've tried it like HTC Vive and that not great. Yeah. I don't know if it will have its own sort of box or something that runs off. Of, I would imagine. So some sort of a transmitter or something, but, uh, and it obviously will have your like I motion feel, camera and stuff, but I feel like you could also probably make it talk to the controller. And you could let it use the gyro and the controller a lot for some additional things. Because well, my question is on... this, you have PlayStation Move. Yeah. What the fuck do you, I mean, do, do they bring back the Hitachi dildo for everybody? <laughs> well, they, they showed off, the, uh, I think they briefly showed off the, some of the new controllers. Too, that's right, that's right. Never mind, sorry. It's got the, uh, you're absolutely right. It's got the HTC Vive or Oculus style look to it where it's like yep. kind of like almost a cuff around. Yep. You're right, you're right. 
And um, I think it had everything that a normal controller would for the most part. So I think you could do everything from there. And those all obviously have your gyro controls and everything in them as well. Um, but I, I think the big thing is, I know it's not a new announcement necessarily, but I think we will finally get the release date and it will either be a release of holiday of 2022 or spring yeah. of 2023. I think it'll be holiday, but again, it'll I think be so too. super low unit numbers because yep. of supply chains. Right. I agree. I mean, that's, that's a, I mean, some would say that's probably more of a complex piece of equipment than the console itself to manufacture. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, no, I agree I mean, with you. I, de- I had that down. I think that'll definitely happen. Um, I figured you would have that on your list, but I, I, I had to squeeze Oh, I mean, it everybody like should have that on their list. Because everything else I have is just games. What's the price, <laughs> though? What do you think the price is? Oh, I think it's going to be pricey. I think, I think it's, it's going to be, be real pricey. I think it's going to be two ninety nine. I think that's that's my price point as well. I think I it has to be that. I, it can't be the same price as a console. No, because that'll push a lot of people away. But at the same time, if you look at if you look at PSVR now, like what we currently have, it still sits at like two ninety nine constantly. Yeah, so but I, I also don't know think what... if I'm if I'm Sony, I'm not going to d- discount it because like Oculus Quest Two is huge. Oh my god, the yeah. amount of people that bought that is absurd. I mean, they, literally, oh, yeah. the the app was like number one, like in the top ten in the app store. So like that should be on everyone's radar. That was that doubt, that was bought for so many people. I wouldn't doubt they hit 350 400 though with this thing. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. That's fair. I enough. mean a new Oculus Quest 2 is what 289 299. Yeah. Pretty sure something like that. So it's I wouldn't be surprised if they did hit 350. I think 400 would maybe be pushing it a little bit. Yeah. But uh I mean if it comes bundled with a semi-decent game or something but it won't right off the get-go no so i mean you might get like a, a tech demo like an astro well, bot something or another i watch him put like god of war in it or something in vr that'd be wild i feel like with what sony's done in the past now or last like year year and a half i really don't think that they would just launch it and be like hey here's astros for example play world where you're they like launch just the a- console with it yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, I think they'll they'll have that, but then I think they'll do something cool. Like, they'll have Spider Man VR. They'll have you know people throw up. Uh, they'll have God oh. of War VR stuff like that. I think they'll. I feel like that's almost out. too big of an overtaking, though. I mean, those are pretty decent sized games. Yeah, that'd be are. that'd be a lot. It'd have to be a a dumbed down version of them to some extent. Yeah, I think or a demo esque type thing, like a couple hour long demo type thing. Yeah, that could be cool. I mean, like almost like the Iron Man VR, the Vader VR that they did, Mm -hmm. or something like that. I could see something more in in that realm rather than being like, "Hey, here's this twenty hour or something long game in VR," because that'd be a big undertaking, and people would throw up everywhere. Oh my god, yeah, (laughs) everywhere. Um. My other prediction is Microsoft buys Sega. Yeah, I could see it. I could see. And I think that's like one of the last like big things that they buy. Yeah, I think it would fit the needle. They've got a good. I mean, everyone thinks Sonic, but they've got good. They've got a good roster of games. Yeah, they got a good roster of games that fills like 
multiple genres and fills multiple age classes. And then you can claim Sonic as kind of, you know, he's not a Mario, but he can fill that void of, you know, getting a, a yeah. younger child onto the Xbox before anybody, you know, for anyone else. And they have, I mean, they've had a good relationship with, uh, with Sega for all the Yakuza games because mm-hmm. they've had those on game pass for forever. I think a couple of them are getting ready to leave, but, um, and they definitely want to capture that Japanese audience better. So mm-hmm. that would be the ticket right there. I mean, that is a great way to get in there. I, I, I think it's reasonable, but boy, I mean, shortly after acquiring Bethesda, that that'd be a, a pretty massive announcement, but I, I could see it. I absolutely could. Yeah. And Sega's already, I mean, they shut down that, that major location or that, that historic, um, arcade. Oh yes. Yes. Um, the, what is, is that an Akabara? Yeah. Is that correct. But they just shut that down. I mean, Sega hasn't been in a great place for a little while. They're doing fine, but they're not, I mean, they're not the Sega that They've they kind once of restructured. Were, they got away from the yeah. physical, vending machines and arcade stuff to you know now they've got their ip royalties for from paramount with doing you know the sonic films and they're exploring other ways they got the open world sonic game that's coming out or whatever but yeah i think i think they'll make the purchase and it's not for the sonic side of stuff it's for the other things but it's yeah to your point it's to mainly get into that into that japanese market which at one point just for you know understanding of this the xbox uh one s okay when that was being um released and announced at that time microsoft only had one percent market share in japan yeah that's true (laughs) so Uh, and that's a massive market um and and you know a place where let's be real you can get consoles too quicker than you can get them here yeah this is true so why not sell some shit out there, right? Yeah. Yeah, I fully I fully agree with that one. I think that's a that would be an excellent pull for them if they could if they can do it. I don't doubt that they do it either. Um, but uh I, I also think that I don't know, man, that that is huge and I don't know. I can if it's see that it, but huge. I can also see a world where it doesn't happen, right? I feel like Bethesda is a lot bigger than that. This is true. In this day and age, yes, I would agree. I feel like the Bethesda acquisition is much bigger than that. And they've also played around with the Yakuza stuff on Game Pass. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I just think there's a good relationship there. And I think that they'll they'll end up acquiring them. And then, yeah. And then I think I think with Sega games, with select Sega games, I don't, you know, Sonic, I would expect them if they if they did acquire it, that they would continue it being um Oh, multiple systems, but then stuff like Yakuza and stuff like that would be only Xbox. Yeah. Because they did with Bethesda. They, they'd still, I, I bet they would still, especially let Sonic stuff to go to like Nintendo and and things of that nature. Um, yeah. Just because Nintendo, uh, they can sell Sonic still very well, right? Like that's that. Yeah. Well, Nintendo's like the younger audience. N- yeah. Nintendo doesn't give a shit because they're like, okay, cool. Great. You know? We already beat them once. We're not scared. (laughs) But yeah, Um, I I think that's that's something that uh, will most likely happen in 2022. I think that's probably my biggest stretch out of my list here, but I do believe it will happen. Okay. I have 
so I'll get into kind of more standard predictions here, and then I've got a I've got a not likely, but we're well overdue for and okay. possible but doubtful wishes. Those are my three categories. I got okay, yeah, that's where yeah. I'm at. So um, I think we're gonna finally get a look at the Riot Games MMO. Okay, yeah, I agree. The one that's been in talks for a while. They're on a roll right now with Arcane, uh, Ruined King, and that was one I forgot to mention in my games I played. I actually have played like uh, about 45 minutes of it right now, and it's fantastic. I mean, for what mm-hmm. it is, it's, mm-hmm. it's a fantastic game. It's gorgeous, but Riot is on a complete roll right now, and I think they've been ramping up because I think they still have one or two more games that are supposed to come well, they out. They had a one smaller or, they one. They have one or two, but then they also have these random shadow drop games yeah. that come out like um like ruined king zake well the one with zigs um, yeah and the factory stuff whatever based on which Arcane. i didn't i didn't hear much about that one no but... i think it was more promotion based like i think yeah. it was mainly like hey check it out and then it it more pushes arcane but still you know they're pushing shit out yeah i could see that with the mmo for sure yeah and Definitely. i'm I, if they do announce that i will play that day one because i i love mmos and uh i love the world that league has built or that riot has built around league and everything and the the art style is always fantastic the art in general is so cool oh the art's fantastic my only worry is is that if you look at like valorant and you look at league and you look at what they've released they've got great like written lore and they do uh-huh. great, you know, they do great um, uh, videos where it's either, you know, character release and stuff like that. And obviously Arcane is fantastic, but um, I, you know, I could be wrong, but I don't know how well they're going to be able to like take that lore and extrude it enough where you feel yeah. like you're not getting like rushed through the lore in the form of the MMO. Right. Because like, it's got to mean something. Like it's got, you've got to feel like you're actually figuring things out and you're discovering them. And I feel like all these games that they've had, it's just like, here's this character, here's the background of Laura on them, but bam, walk away. Right. And it's also made in the sense where you don't have to know the lore. Like you don't have to give a shit about this character's lore at all if you don't want to, but then you can get super deep into it, which is great, but I don't know if that will translate with an, with an MMO. I think if they mimic almost like a uh, like Final Fantasy fourteen, for example, I think they could get away with it, right? Like there's an incredible story there, sure. but if you don't give a shit about the story, the gameplay is still fantastic too. And I think that's how they could get away with it. Whereas some of these MMOs, like they have n- neither of those categories, sure. or you have like you know WoW, where they built up this crazy lore and stuff over the years, but then you know turns out the company's fucking terrible, and and then it goes down the drain because they've built bad will and everything else right. and you know uh built a terrible terrible empire upon you know i think i think they'll supplement it by making because arcane such a success and if they launch mm-hmm. the mmo i think it's gonna run parallel to arcane and they're gonna feed each other and you're gonna get this experience yeah. that we haven't had yet in video yeah. games with that depth where you know hey there's an update coming out you know next week or whatever watch arcane to figure out what the next steps in your you know your quest is or what the campaign yeah. is and i think that's what we're going to get or even get. another show i mean they right, don't yeah, even have to show. focus solely on arcane they're, right? they're definitely going to pair it with oh, that yeah. kind of stuff um and I, they should I, yeah i i'm super excited for whatever that is cuz i will definitely check it out um mm-hmm. but i i am 
I, I, I'm not saying that's going to release this year by any means. I think it will probably release next year, uh, 2023, but I think they'll show it this year. I think we will finally yeah. get a look at it and uh, we may get like a, the next, a like the, spring or not spring, but probably holiday 2023 type release or something like the that. The next, the next game that's coming out is the fighting game that they showed off, right? I think so. And I think there's one other that's still out there right now. Yeah, too. there's one other, but the fighting game is the one that they've shown off the most of so far. And uh-huh. so I feel like that's probably the next thing that's going to come out. Yeah. And so like Ruin King is turn-based, but it has some interesting mechanics to kind of to kind of mix that up. And I mean, again, that art style is gorgeous and I'm, I'm stoked to see what they come out with on this MMO. I think yeah. they can do some really, really cool stuff there as long as they do it right, which is, I mean, that's, that's always the thing, right? Like as long as they can yes. do it right, it's going to be great, you know? Absolutely. But, um, for my next prediction, I had that Microsoft will release a streaming only console. And this, this is, year. Yeah. I really? think if I'm Microsoft. Announce or release this year? Announce and release because there's not much really? to it. It's not yeah. like there's a ton of development to it. Right. Right. Is it going like, to be like a little box or you think it's going to be like I a fire stick? I think it's still going to be a little box mm-hmm. for just cooling properties. Yeah. Um, But this also goes into why I think Stadia is going to kick the bucket. Yeah. I, I mean, they're like, if I, so it's a perfect storm, right? You've got. You're you're a developer and a hardware manufacturer. You have been developing a cloud streaming game service for the last what five, six, seven years. You've been working on a subscription platform that's now you know somewhat successful, but needs that next step. Right, right. the barrier to entry to that next step is not being able to get the latest console. Mm-hmm. Right. Even even though we both know you can go get a Series S and you could X cloud your games and it'll play the you know the same as it would right. on a Series X. Right. But not everybody knows that. But not everybody knows that. If I'm Microsoft, I go, okay, cool, here you go. Here's a little box. By the way, it plays and does everything that the Series X can do, but you can do it, it through X Cloud. And you play and yeah, and you it's just a complete subscription service for that box. So like the box costs Microsoft, you know, fucking twenty bucks to make. It costs twenty ninety nine nine a month. Yep, costs twenty five bucks a month or something like that. You know, you get it shipped to your fucking house directly from Microsoft. There's no middleman bullshit. There's no retailer. You can go pick it up retail if you want. Doesn't matter. You hook it up at I, home. You play Game Pass. You're fucking in. You're done. I don't even think you buy it for twenty five dollars a month. I think you b- buy a flat rate of a hundred bucks and then you get Game Pass and you pay. Yeah, fifteen dollars a month, yeah. and you're locked into that ecosystem. Hundred bucks, fifteen dollars right. a month. I mean, there are a ton of people that would jump all over that. Yes, but that's the Easy. thing, right? So it solves supply chain issue because much less complicated to build that. Extremely yeah. less complicated to source everything that you need right. for it. It solves more people on Game Pass. It solves anybody holding out to get a Series X, and it builds subscriptions into an ecosystem. So you basically yeah. replace Stadia at that point with that in my mind. So I, I think you know that's I think that's definitely going to happen. Like I really think oh, yeah. that they're going to announce it. It is going to launch, and I think what's going to happen is at the beginning you're going to have all these X Cloud games, and then I think there'll be this period of time where the newest game perhaps doesn't hit X Cloud immediately, but it's a little bit afterwards. And then going forward, any any Microsoft game that they're going to make is going to be X Cloud compatible. 
right? It's going to be the third party yeah. shit that's questionable, right? Oh, absolutely. But, but that's the thing. So I think that that's absolutely going to happen. I think they'd be stupid if they don't do that because you have the perfect environment as a business and a consumer to launch this. I'm thing. almost I'm almost surprised they haven't done it already. Correct. I have given, no idea why they have not done that yet. Right. But that, there's also people passing. There's also people passing on the Series S, but that's also because it's this weird, like almost half step up type of thing. Like it's not full Series X, but yeah. it is still better than the One X. But it's also like it's this weird half step type of thing. Uh, whereas, you know, and it's still three hundred dollars. You put right. a hundred dollar little like streaming box out there. It's going to sell. Game well, boxes. but for, you know, it's three hundred dollars for two hundred dollars more or one hundred dollars more. I can get an Xbox Series X, but yeah, I can't get do- it. Because supply chain issues. So I think the whole problem is communications. So if you just source this thing as like a separate entity where it's like love Xbox games, get Xbox whatever, game link, game, you know, game box, who the fuck knows what they're going to call this stupid thing. Something dumb. Boom. There you go. And now I've got more people playing Xbox and the ability to get into my ecosystem. The Series S, to be honest with you, I feel like the only reason they have it right now is because of supply chain issues. Yeah. And that's about it. And it becomes more ever anything Xbox becomes relevant with X cloud because you can play it on that, on that system. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I mean, I feel not like not even everything no Xbox. I mean, like everything. phones and yeah, phones. computers. And so, yeah, right. I, I fully agree. I think that is a genius idea and comes with a I controller and do a it. little box and in a box yeah. for 99 bucks and, and then 1499 a month after that. Yeah, for your your normal Game Pass yeah, Ultimate that you Game normally Pass. would pay for, right? And and I think that's reasonable because you look at the price of a controller, you're looking at like what sixty bucks. I I haven't bought a controller in forever, so I'm, I I can't remember. But it's yeah, it's, it's like 50, 60, 60 bucks, 70, yeah. 60, 70 bucks, yeah. And so you're basically paying fifty six or fifty to forty dollars for your mm-hmm. for your actual box yeah. itself, and you're in the fucking ecosystem. You're in that is the same price as what Stadia Founders Edition launched. Actually, I think even a little bit well, cheaper. And, and I think let's it was be real too. Microsoft Azure far superior to Google Cloud. This is also very true. Very true. So, yeah, I mean, and they I think it. it's a fucking genius, man. I yeah. I fully agree. They should do it. I you just go Microsoft. The question me. is, we're we're always puzzled by game companies as to what they what seems like the logical thing to do and then they don't do it so i mean if they launch has it been that's doing a lot of great SKUs. that's a lot yeah. of skews of product that they have it just adds more confusion but i mean they're already fucking there it's so just call confusing it the, fucking, the the xbox stream box like it, so, yeah easily. something like that to make it very clear it is solely for streaming or the but yeah if you mix x cloud into there you're gonna have people all sorts of fucking confused it needs to be very obvious this is solely for streaming the cloud and then box you're good but they also have a terrible terrible time naming anything and have everybody fucking watch it be xbox series c for cloud yeah i wouldn't doubt it i, I would yeah. not even put it past them be a c and s and an x jesus <laughs> yeah they don't know how to name shit at all um anyways yeah. so uh my my next one is actually that rocket league is going to get a next gen version this has kind of been rumored for a little bit the does it Dead not Seven, have one not yet nope seriously yep so i think we're gonna Holy get shit. a next gen version of rocket league um because i don't see any reason to go to a rocket league 2 update what you have keep that keep your player base intact 
and continue on that way. Um, but I, I think there's going to be a, the next gen version that has been kind of hinted at and the devs have kind of briefly said something about, but not directly. Right. Yeah. And so I think this, I think it's going to get announced this year and launch holiday this season, this year or the 2022. I keep saying this year, but we're kind of still in that weird, awkward point. We are kind of in, in 2021, spot. but by the time you listen to this, it, it may be 2022. So that's, I can't that's believe my they next don't prediction. have a next gen version. I figured that would be like the first thing that Epic would do. They well, they were working on that that mobile game. Yeah, I know they wanted to get mobile because they wanted to fuck around with the whole Apple yeah. ecosystem bullshit with their Fortnite right. stuff, also. But I mean, damn, dude! Like, obviously, it's not as big as Fortnite, but it's still a huge community. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it would have been it's, like one of the quite first large. things I would have done. The thing is, too, it's been it's been fizzling out for sure. Like, I haven't played for month and a half, two months, and that's pretty common. Like a lot of even like the bigger YouTubers and, and like pros yeah. and stuff, they're stepping away from it. And so they have to do something to retain that player base, to retain that attention that's on the game. crazy to me because it's like, I know they've done like integration of different IP yeah. with it, you know, like Batmobile yeah. and Ghostbusters, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know what else you do with it i mean you could do different game modes i guess but i think really you're stuck to like okay cool we're gonna put this in the game now but like that's only a small hit right someone buys that and they're like they play a couple games as a ghostbusters car you're like okay that's that's the bad part about rocket league And, and i love it because it is that challenge to get better but some people don't want that right they want they want content rather than playing the same game over and over and over and building that that like ability to get better because i mean the maps don't change anything other than the surroundings like and there are some special game modes that come for a limited time there's some cool maps that you can get you know every great once in a while if you go in it used to be rocket labs and i can't remember how they have it now but basically like all of that stuff is not really there so it is pretty much playing the same game over and over but just constantly trying to get better and i mean i enjoy it again huh it's been out for a while. Yeah, it's been out for a while. You almost have to get something in there to freshen it up and keep keep that retention or at least draw people back in or something, right? Something needs to be done with it. But and that's again, I that's coming from someone who has sunk a lot of time into Rocket League. I and money. love that game. And money. I've put a, <laughs> quite a bit of money into it. A lot it, right? of money in that. Um yeah. yeah, I mean, I think their acquisition obviously you always want to acquire something that's got a good product, but Right. What's behind the good product is the good team. And I think they wanted to make more of the acquisition of the team to build out yeah, absolutely. other games of that style, you know, right. that Epic is kind of, well, they just don't have. So, right. Um, cool. Uh, another prediction kind of goes with my Microsoft stuff um, earlier, but PlayStation goes heavy with PS now in terms of marketing. It makes a yeah. massive push for it. Mm-hmm. They make a big studio acquisition. In regards, PlayStation does yes for PS now. Either big studio acquisition or they build a new team somewhere. Was the last one that they actually picked up? Uh, what is that? Blue chip? Is that correct? correct? Blue. Yes. Yeah. And that was relatively recently, but I think I agree. I think there's going to be some really large. Yes, either some large acquisition or they're going to create a new team. You know, like yeah. Sony, whatever. Right. Sony, Topeka, Kansas. Um, 
and then they make big tech upgrades. So I think that they're going to use they're going to use AWS for their cloud uh-huh. tech. I think Luna at this point is a complete failure. Um, yes. Uh, I mean, nobody knows what the fuck it is. There's no marketing yes. behind it. Uh, Twitch isn't doing so hot, um, which is the marketing arm for it. Amazon, if it doesn't take off, nuke it and Just try like something. Right? Yeah, and, and go regard, to go except to something They almost else. do it quicker. <laughs> yeah, they do it a lot quicker. So I think Luna's a fail on that stuff, which is fine. I think PlayStation picks up some people from Luna on the cloud tech side of stuff. Um, and I think they continue to use AWS uh, for their cloud based stuff. And I think they redo UI, they redo the store on PS five. I think they completely redo it, either rebrand or just completely relaunch as if it, it had like just come out. Cause they could do that. I mean, to the general public, like you remove us nerds from it to the general public, you could just do some massive campaigns with PS now. And, and people would be like, oh, wow, what's this new thing? And then all of us would be like screaming, tearing our hair, hair out, being like, it's like been it's around been for, out forever, forever. But you could do it. So I think they, they need to do this. They need to push yeah. that. Um, and uh, I think that uh, it'd be a good move for them. And I think it'll help them out with um, the stuff against Xbox. And I think that much like Xbox, you're going to see, I don't think as early <laughs> as Xbox, mm-hmm. but I think. By the time 2023 rolls around, I think you're going to get a similar box system from PlayStation where you can play um, most games uh, through yeah. their PS Now service, through their box, and you buy the box for 100 bucks or whatever. And that that's that, and you pay the subscription fee. So Fair enough. I mean, that's where game's going, dude. Yep. It's crazy. This is the problem, right? On Twitter, everyone's like, well, this is where gaming is going. I'm like, yeah, but the person who's doing it is fucking doing a bad job at it. You know, like this there's reality true. to that. Like you can sit there and be like, hey, you know, when the fucking car came out, right? You know, there was there was people were like, well, this is the future. Four wheels, dude. And you sit inside of it. Yeah, well, some, you know, some car manufacturers came out where they had a fucking propeller on the front of the car. Okay. Yeah, And then you got, you know, the Model T by Henry Ford sitting there and he's like, hey, this looks like it would work pretty well. And then people were like, what? And, you, and, you know, I'm sure people back in the day would say, well, that thing with the propeller is going to fucking die. Well, this is the future. Humans will travel on four wheels. I get that. But that's fucking piss poor compared right. to this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And people yeah. just can't realize it. So whatever. Anyways, that's what I think uh, Sony does in terms of uh, streaming. Fair enough. I think think so the the next one i think is going to be final fantasy 7 remaster part 2 finally it's shown off it's been long enough <laughs> Sh- shown off but doesn't launch no launch date no Guaranteed. no, no, no. I, I don't Guaranteed. think it'll launch until next year but i think we will finally at least see it and know it actually exists rather than the fact that they just called part one part one because right now that's all we have right they have not oh, done shit. anything in regards to part two and it has been what two years for for a yes. engine and and yes. game and character models that are already built and they just have to kind of work on the world and it's been a we haven't heard a fucking peep no not even because not a fucking thing they making a good amount of money no need yeah just wait so I, I think we will finally see something about remaster too i mean they showed off uh they showed off what final fantasy 16 super super fucking briefly uh for like I think it was E3 and then at the Game Awards again, or was it just the Game Awards? I can't remember. But regardless, 
I imagine we're still, I don't think we'll see that until 2024. And I think we're going to actually see uh final fantasy, uh, seven part two remake next year. I think we'll see it next. Uh, sorry, 2023, just to clarify. Okay. So I think we'll see it. E3, maybe game awards time. Gotcha. Um, my prediction, Nintendo finally announces a new Mario Kart. <laughs> but it doesn't launch until the end of 2022, almost early 2023. And the reason why I state this is because I think <coughs> going forward, every single Nintendo console at the end of its life, or at least a year to two years before the end of its life, will receive a Mario Kart because it fucking sells bonkers. Again, as a deluxe mode on the next system. Yes. So yep. I think we'll finally get one. Um, and yeah, I don't know what I mean. You know me. I'd love to see Double I, Dash, but it's I not going to happen. I was going to blow you some shit about it because I feel like that's one of your predictions pretty consistently, but you actually oh have a good God, reasoning yeah. behind this, right? Like that, yeah, that's actually no, I sound know. logic. I was thinking about saying, like, do I really want to use that? I'm like, because I try every E3. I'm like, come on. Mario Kart, Mario Kart, not this. Just, but I'm like, you know, we're close. To, we're not close to the end of it, I guess. And I would assume at this point, supply chain issues have really fucked things up in terms of like, if we thought we were going to go get a con, like, I mean, if I'm Nintendo or, I'm, you know, at their stage of the game where I'm like, you know, obviously they're developing a new console right now. They start developing the new one when the yeah. next one fucking launches. But, you know, if you, you need to start figuring out how you're sourcing your materials and, and ramping production and operations, and all this kind of, I mean, you know, you're not, you're not almost five years old. It. Yeah, but you're not. I don't even think you're thinking about any of that right now because of right. supply chain stuff. So I think everything, yeah, pushed. Yeah, back you release sure. something like this, and I think it's going to push back. And, you know, I think it'll be eight. I think the switch will live for about eight years. Yeah, before there's. A I, I think initially it was supposed change. to be like seven ish, and I don't think that was an official thing, but just kind of like the the general consensus is probably about seven years for the switch. We're right. approaching five, but with everything that's happened, I imagine it at least pushes it to eight. Um, but yeah, I mean, fuck, I mean, eight years, you're talking about what, 2025, like that's not that far away in the grand scheme of things. No. So I, it makes sense to get and, a good push out of a Mario Kart. holiday, 2022. To launch, hopefully alongside Zelda. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully. So, um, so to stay in that vein, I think we're going to see Metroid Prime 4. Like we're gonna see it, or we're gonna get an announced date, or release date I, of it. I think we're just going to see it. I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think it's ready to launch yet. Fuck, because they they pretty much restarted oh. development, right? Like, yeah, they, they did. They pretty much scrapped scrapped everything. But I think they have been radio silent on it, other than the fact that hey, we're still working on it. So I. Th- think we will get a proper trailer rather than just a fucking jpeg that they flash up on the screen <laughs> i think this time we will get a proper trailer for metroid prime 4 at e3 this year that's my that it, i still think it's not going to be until like holiday season 2023 oh, if not fuck, spring dude. of 2024 but i think they're hopefully going to show something just to show that there is some life left in this game and that it's not entirely dead. Yeah. I, I don't know. But I also like they announced it too early and fucked it up and then had to restart development. So I can understand why they'd be a little gun shy as well. 
I feel like we're not going to get anything about it because we have Metroid Dread, and I think what's going to happen is like any nah, like Nintendo Direct. If there's going to be like E3 season, the Nintendo Direct is going to be like some expansion to Dread. I think that's just a big uh, buy time. I bet they. I don't think they'll do an expansion for Dread. If they didn't expand Mario Odyssey, there's no way they're going to expand Dread. the 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 attachment rate for a Switch to Mario Odyssey is so much higher than what Dread was. I know so much I more just, money to be made, right? Yeah, it's I a just completely think if different you're, if team. You fucked though, up too. like that, and you want to buy time. I think Dread was a huge buy time. I, I feel like I Dread. Yeah, I was gonna say it. Dread was a buy time in general. Yeah, Dread is a buy time. Like it's, they wanted, it's they a wanted good to game, make it. By the way, but I'm not, yes. we're not knocking on the quality of the game. It's yeah. just a, a, yeah. a very general statement. When you yeah. go that long without releasing another two D side scrolling fucking Metroid <laughs> game, uh, shortly after you were yeah. like, "Hey, we're getting ready to release Metroid Prime 4. Uh you you probably fuck something up along the way, or or maybe they make something like Dread like Prime or something like that, and it's like fucking extra levels, special version of the game. You could see it, an amiibo. Uh, I, it's about due time for a fucking. Uh, well, I guess this could have been one of my predictions. So I'm not, okay. It's my, it's your turn for a prediction. Okay, my next prediction onto it is more NFT bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is going to be year of the NFT for sure. I don't, I don't think so. I think NFTs kind of dwindle out in twenty twenty two. It's going to be the year of companies trying yes. to push NFTs, but yes. nobody actually buying into it. Yes, I mean Ubisoft has been doing this like crazy, um, trying to push their shit, um, which is stupid. We explained last show how this just makes them make more money, and that's why they're fucking doing it um, yeah. because of the. Oh, excuse me. Royalties when you sell the NFT down the road uh, to another game on their network. Um, yeah, I just I think there's going to be more crypto NFT bullshit. My stance on NFTs summed up. If no one's heard it because of the last episode, I've I personally own NFTs. I've researched the fuck out of NFTs. I think the whole thing's bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> and absolutely. I've I've put money into nfts like a decent amount of money into nfts and i think it's bullshit <laughs> so but this is the thing right it's With like confidence. the weirdest no but weirdest that's the thing. contradictory statement <laughs> i yeah, put money into how it, would i know how it bullshit. works unless i do it right, right? so like no, someone, i because someone it, on twitter sounds funny. like oh you're just a fucking hater on nft no i'm not bro you're fucking if you take your advice on investment advice from fucking gary v on Facebook and on TikTok, you're a fucking idiot. Don't be doing that. Yeah. Don't be doing yeah. it. If so, the guy tells you, hey, you need to hustle more, that's not advice. Okay. No. That's like that fucking no. Thai guy that's like, I'm going to tell you a secret. Read. Oh, you're a fucking idiot oh. if you didn't think about that. Congratulations. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Fantastic. It's unbelievable. But yeah, I think more companies are going to pull, pull this bullshit and no one's going to fucking buy it or minimal amount of people are going to buy it and NFTs are just going to die. Uh, I mean, you know, people fail to forget this thing called Big Daddy Government. And Big yeah. Daddy Government does yeah, not yeah. want people going around buying that kind of shit for tens of no. thousands of dollars. Nor God, crypto. No. That all all that shit's gonna get shut down. If you're in it, hey, kudos. You commit you know, you I'm not denying you can't you don't stand a chance of making a lot of money. I understand that. 
most of this shit is Ponzi scheme by celebrities saying like, hey, here's that NFT of uh, my fucking nut hair. Right. Here you go. You know, one and a half ether. <laughs> one and a half, you know, one and a half Ethereum, you know, hey, and then the gas fees are like, you know, fucking $450 to make the transaction to mint everything. And I just sit there and I'm just like, to this mint the digital image, digital nut hair. <laughs> Fuck me. Mint my uh, nut hair. And then there's a 10% royalty, you know, on the nut hair. So when you sell yeah. it, automatically 10% of that shit's going to go to the dude's nut hair. For the I record, mean, if Ryan Reynolds releases a <laughs> NFT that is a nut hair of his, people will lose their fucking mind. Yeah, people will buy it. But this is the problem is that the amount of people that would that can afford something to go buy that stuff is so minimal that it's not sustainable. Like when you sit there and you're That's like, true. hey, you can buy this gun skin for $2. The gun skin's not going to go up to like two grand. It might. No. It might, no. but the amount of it, them that are going to happen. Esco says that, it might. <laughs> yes, it might, but some the amount at that tier, it just it just becomes a scheme to me. And like, if you're in that kind of stuff, kudos to you. You can make money off of it. I've made money off of it, not a considerable amount, but some money off of it. Yeah, but you can lose your ass on that shit. Oh, absolutely. Like, be careful. Just be careful. Yeah. And I'm not saying be Don't careful. Don't gamble with I'm money skeptical. that you can't afford to yes. lose. And again, I've spent money on the NFTs, so I feel like I'm qualified to at least say I've spent it. I really don't understand it still. Same with crypto. <laughs> I mean, good God. I'm just along for the ride. dollars man. on a coin about a fucking dog, then about one about a smaller dog, and now one about a fucking baby dog, okay? And yes, Listen I know it's here. called Dogecoin. I'm just referring to the fact that it's about a fucking dog. Like Doge to the moon. You I've done this again. I sit there and go, <laughs> cool, I've made money. But at the end of the day, none of this makes sense. But here yeah. I am. And that's the question yeah. that like everyone here we has. Are. What's the question everyone has to pose to themselves? They sit there and be like, this is great. You know, I've made thousands of dollars doing that. However, none of this makes sense. <laughs> so, oh, oh, can it continue? Well aware. Well aware it doesn't make sense, but I'm here for the fucking ride. Hopefully to the moon, right? <laughs> exactly. Hodel. God. Uh, so I, I'll keep this one pretty short and sweet. Uh, Fire Emblem is going to get a remake game of one of their older games, kind of like the Shadows of Valencia uh, game. Do they, I do they it, make it like fucking 75% of the original game? Or do they do a full proper... Well, Shadows of Valencia was very good, actually. Like the mm -hmm. way they redid that was gorgeous, and they did a great job on it. But that was on 3DS, and that was the last time we got a remake. So I would say we're due for another remake, and then I think we're probably fuck. I hate to say it, but I think it's 2024 before we see another Fire Emblem game. I was gonna say you probably get more DLC before you mm, get another game. No, they they said they were done with the DLC for it. Okay, supposedly. Uh, it, and if they use the same engine, they may be able to pump one of those games out in three, four years, which I can't remember when three houses launched. I think it was two years ago. Um, soon to be three. Soon to be three. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 20, 2019. So, uh, July, 2019. So I would say we're 2024 before we see that for sure. Before uh, four houses. Maybe 2023, but I think we'll get a carryover game where it is going to be that like yeah. a remake of an older game. And what I if think they that did like a collection of a bunch of the old ones altogether. 
I think the it saga. was so they they did um they did a or not a collection but they did a re-release of one of their originals and I don't think it sold very well. It, okay. It was I mean the game like has the game the series has advanced incredibly. Oh yeah, it it is a far cry it, it, from what it, it used to be, right? It didn't yeah, it didn't really have like a slow ascend. It kind yeah. of like got to a point and then it completely went okay cool we're going to go a totally different direction with this. Right. Which is great cuz obviously it's you know, similar gameplay, popular. but yeah, it's it's definitely escalated from what it used to be. I mean, with I mean, Three Houses was a fucking awesome game. Like, mm-hmm. I think it was my game of the year that year, if I remember correctly. But I think I think we'll get a a, a Switch remake because we don't really have a proper Switch remake. We had a re-release of God. I want to say it was Shadow Dragon, but I don't think that's right. So don't quote me on that. But <laughs> Uh, we had a, we had a re-release of an older Fire Emblem game, um, and I I know that's not right. It wasn't Shadow Dragon. Um, I can look at my Switch. I have it on there. But uh, <laughs> it, anyway, I, I think it will be a, a re-release, uh, or not a re-release, but a remaster of an older game, and I think we'll get a new game announced in 2023, releasing in 2024. So that's a little bit further out than what we're currently predicting, but that's my guess. Cool. Um, one of my predictions is a PS5 Pro controller. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, dude, I mean, they're selling hunks of fucking plastic to slap on the side of this thing. They're down for anything at this point, dude. And they did experiment with that back button last Which generation. nobody... No, because it's kind of a weird peripheral, but it is dumb. I love the idea of having a proper pro controller for the yes. PS4 or PS5. Sorry. Yes. Because I think the peripheral is a cool idea, Xbox. Yeah. but it, it makes the pro cheap. It makes so, it, it makes it having like a cheap pro controller. It sounds really stupid, but yeah, this is actually like, so I had a pro controller. It started to go out and I didn't want to cough up the money for another one because I pretty much only use the paddles for Rocket League. So I got the uh, Power A pro controller, essentially, that has like paddles on it and is it works it great. It's it's not bad. It's not my favorite controller. Is by shit means, really clicky on it? No, not really. It's Hold that decent up. quality. What do they got? Chrome inserts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> the problem I have is so like the paddles are super super thin. Are they and metal? So that's yeah, they're metal. Oh well, they're plastic. I think. Man, they feel kind of metal. They're metal. Bite it. Probably not a great metal, but they're they're metal. Um, but regardless, uh, I actually really like this thing for Rocket League at least. But it is not the greatest controller in the world. But a pro. PS4 control or PS5 controller would be incredible because yes. I love the back paddles for certain games and yes. I can't play Rocket League without them because that's how I've played probably a thousand hours of Rocket League was mm-hmm. with a paddle mm-hmm. and that's how I learned and now switching is going to be an absolute nightmare. And I think you'll be able to do shit like you'll be able to turn the adaptive controller like things on or off with a switch on it. I think you'll be yeah. able to change just like on the Xbox uh, Pro controllers, the Elite controller. You can uh, flip those tabs up so that um, the amount of travel on your on your trigger buttons uh, can be decreased or increased. Oh, it, it was Fire Emblem Shadow Dragon. Oh shit! Look Suck at you. it. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Um, but yeah, I think they're gonna come up with one. I mean, why would you not? 
yeah. at this point. You, I, I, mean, I think ex- it's great. explored more accessories and peripherals yeah. and, and different things. Um, PlayStation so think, is branching out, and I like to see it. Yeah, they don't have a problem getting controllers. Um, yeah. So I could see them doing it, and you know, it'd be like a hundred and whatever. But how much is an Elite controller? Is it one thirty? Uh, no, it's like one fifty for the first series. It might be one thirty now for the first series, but it's uh, when I got mine, I think it was one fifty for the series one. But they hadn't released series two yet. Okay, uh, the you. series two, I think, is like one eighty. I want to say shit. Yeah, really? it's, a, it's pricey. Huh. Well, maybe they make something like that. 180, 150, 150, 180, something like that. But I, I, I definitely think here. they're going to explore that. Why wouldn't you? Right. Oh, uh, the Series 2 is at the Microsoft store is down to 140 currently. I don't know if that's just a sale or not, but it looks huh. like, yeah. And then Razor has also ventured into that realm as well. Yes. And then you got Scuff that typically will well, make some as Scuff well. Scuff is like and the they, one that, it, I mean, if you're PlayStation. That's where you got player, it. That's yeah. what you get it. Yeah. That's like the yeah, place yeah. to be. Interesting. Absolutely. Um, so my, let's see, my next one, which one do I want to go with? Um, I think I'm starting to get kind of not so much to the bottom of the barrel, but I, I'm kind of starting to get to the possible but doubtful wishes. My, yeah, my um, next so, two are possible but doubtful. Okay. Um, so I, I'll stick to one normal prediction for this one. I think we are going to get a Xenoblade Chronicle game uh, or a Xenoblade Chronicle like X or Cross, depending on how you want to say it, remaster, um, because that's the only one that... So we have Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Xenoblade Chronicles just got the definitive edition for the Switch. And I think they will eventually go and do Cross or X, however, again, however you want to say it. I'm just going to say X going forward. Oh, don't worry about it. No judgment. Yeah, somebody's going to fucking be pissed about it, but it's it's fine. Uh, (laughs) Who cares? Right. Considering it's Japanese company, I assume it would be Cross, but regardless. Um, I I think we're going to get a remaster of that, and I think they're going to show it off this year i think we are more likely to get a new game this year actually before we get that remaster because i think they'll go new game and then remaster again just like they did xenoblade chronicles 2 and then the xenoblade chronicles definitive edition that's my guess it, it's the fair it's guess a super niche game but i think definitive edition has gotten enough love and also sold decently enough to justify putting out another one xenoblade chronicles sure. 2 got more more hype later after it launched because initially a lot of people didn't like it and then mm-hmm. they returned to it and liked it after the fact. Um, so I, I think it's very possible. It is one of those kind of weird niche um, games, but I think there is enough fans of it to justify putting out more. Sure, agreed. Uh, hey, here's one that's far-fetched, super doubtful. Themes finally come to the PlayStation 5. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a if guy they can drink. do. What about the switch? We are, okay, we are almost yeah, five years no, into this. <laughs> there's no, yeah, there's no way it's going to switch. But no, themes come to the PS5, happen. and I think that the way that they come is, I don't think people are going to be able to make them like third party. <laughs> I think it's just going to be first party shit, where Spider Man yeah. launches, and they're like, "Here you go." And basically, when you boot your PlayStation up there's like a different boot video or maybe like the, you know, you see some web come in and like move the PlayStation logo in screen or whatever. And then you're basically just going to have like different border colors 
on the back of some stuff and just a super opaque background. Yeah. I agree. And that's it. Like it's not it's not going to be it's definitely not going to be like the PS4 cuz I was at my brother's house. And he had the PS4 going and he got in there and he had like the little big planet theme going and I looked at it and I'm like this is tacky as fuck. Yeah. Like I don't think that's ever yeah, going to fly again. I actually so I had a Persona one for the PS4 persona 5 it was so cool like i absolutely adored that thing and i wish i could have carried it over into the ps5 and i i really enjoyed the theme some of them were awful yeah some of them were fantastic and like the ps or the persona 5 one was probably a little tacky but it it fits in that realm of the game where it is this over the top like in your face type of art style um but i i miss themes man I, i i love that ability to kind of personalize and like xbox does a pretty decent job with it like uh for their 20th anniversary they launched a couple of them they also had some mm-hmm. halo infinite ones that were like well you can very even just choose, simple you can even just choose accent colors on the xbox yeah i mean that that's yeah. even just a step ahead of playstation right i mean like right now right just just something simple something. to make it feel like it is yours rather than your typical like hey this is you know a generic game console you can't do anything to it and yeah. and that's kind of how I feel about the Switch, right? Like at the end of the day, the Switch is oh my god, it's a mobile it phone. It's like yeah, a jitterbug. Yeah, you can choose dark or or light theme, and that is it. I mean, they even have a themes category, and all you can choose is dark and light, and that's like and so much, so much room for expansion there, and yeah. they just won't do it. No, I don't get it. I don't. And I'm get not it even asking for third party stuff. I mean, if if Nintendo just wants to make their own themes, Mario, go Zelda, for it for a dollar, like, two bucks. Yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll yeah, buy it. Absolutely. No problem. No problem. If I can get a Fire Emblem theme or you know a yes. Zelda theme, I'm in. I will buy a couple of them and rotate them out. Yeah, like I did it on the 3ds or the my 2ds, and I only had that thing for a little while before it was basically sunset right like that's it like we're not supporting it anymore but it's just it's one of those odd things that some of these companies aren't capitalizing on a pretty simple way to bring in some extra revenue right hey dude cardboard 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 it is um so my my last simple prediction that i think is definitely going to happen is assassin's creed infinite that that okay. broad spanning like With multiple NFTs. timelines yeah probably nfts i think that will be shown off this year i don't i don't it won't launch this year i think it'll launch holiday season 2023 but i think we'll finally get a look at it because it it has been it's been over a year since valhalla launched and they've been doing a cycle of every two years for these recently so They've got a big expansion coming out here soon for Valhalla. It would make sense to, I I think that is supposed to be the last major expansion. Maybe not. I could be wrong on that. I've kind of been out of that realm for a little bit. Um, But I I think E3 or Game Awards, we will see at least a peek at Assassin's Creed Infinite or whatever that is supposed to be. Because again, that is is all still kind of rumor at this point. There's never... There hasn't been like an official announcement really of this, um, but I, I think we will at least get an announcement trailer and it'll probably be something small and cinematic. And and I think that will happen sometime this year. Um, 
one kind of, kind of wild prediction, but not out there. And then I've got one more after that. Um, no one attends E3. Oh, really? Like Microsoft stops going to E3. Sony obviously doesn't do it. Nintendo didn't do it. I think it just <sighs> becomes PC Gamer, Ubisoft, EA, <laughs> Square Enix, and like... Well, know, Xbox Revolver. is already in that kind of weird spot where it's not technically... I mean, it is part of E3, but it's also across the road. Well, it's in they their theater that they on own, that time, right? right? Yeah, they capitalize on that time period just because so many people are watching during E3 already. Yeah, I just I don't think they do it. Really? Yeah, I don't I think know. There, uh, I think there's more benefit in doing your own fucking thing at your own time on your own stream. There's more control to it. It and just it doesn't get drowned sense. out, right? It, yeah, it doesn't get drowned out. Uh, fuck, you can split it up. Mm-hmm. If you're like, hey, I just want to give somebody you know half hour now, and then in three months I can hold on to the rest of this shit and give it three months from then. Fantastic. Like I just don't. I don't see the benefit or the use in it. Like I don't, there, there yeah, was no use in them doing the same E3 time because I get it. Yeah. It's, you know, we can sit there and act like they got all the limelight. Well, no, everyone else also has their shit still like Ubisoft and everything. So I think it's just going to come down like to just a dev thing, which is fine. That's yeah. great. Like I'll still watch that. I'll still watch Ubisoft and, oh, yeah, and EA absolutely. and Activision. Well, no, Activision Blizzard does their own thing. Um, but, yeah, I don't think I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna do it. I think that they'll choose their own their own time um, and date, and and they'll do it then. I think so. We've been predicting that E three was gonna die for pretty much since we started this podcast, <laughs> which um, it's been very close. It has been very close. It's on only been on a downtrend. <laughs> like it barely made it. Like this I attended E three twenty. 18 18 i saw as, the shirt today that's the only reason i, I oh really it. yeah i attended yeah. e3 2018 as a dev and yeah i mean like it was okay but i mean it wasn't like i you know i think it will last one more year and i think it will die out like as a whole e3 dead i think i think nintendo's gonna pull out xbox will stay and then E3 will die the next year. I see my thing. I would agree. The only problem I would have with that is just because of the actual entity that owns E3 is so integrated into the actual like dev side of stuff. And, and also from like a legislation standpoint as well, that I feel like if they do that it dies but it 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 still exists and it's just an online thing okay and it becomes yeah. it becomes this pseudo gdc with some announcements from developers for a period of time and then yes it it completely kills but i feel like it it goes digital i also think just post pandemic i think that the people that operate that found like that, that organization that runs E3, I feel like they're, they don't want a physical thing. Yeah. Which sounds fucked because I mean, that's, 
that's it's what been they're a known staple for. for so long. Right? Yes, yeah. but I think like they honestly don't want it because I think that they kind of are just you know overwhelmed with with COVID stuff and just you know how stuff has been. And I think you know it served its purpose when it was. Uh, you know, when you, you got your gaming news from a fucking magazine, right? I mean, how else yeah. do you project to that many people when the internet was not so big or the internet internet was extremely clumsy, right? You have to get right. everyone in one area. I mean, fuck, GDC doesn't have to be a thing physically. All it is is giant Zoom calls in person. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's literally all. It is. There's workshops. There's some certification courses. You can do it all fucking online. Like, there's no point. I the the only reason I think it'll last one more year is I think it'll go out in the same way as like Warp Tour did, where it's like one last hoorah type thing, and then I think it'll die. So until they yeah. actually announce like, hey, this is going to be the last in person E three, I think will be I think it'll still be around, and I think they'll want to go out on one big thing. But I mean, we watched all of E three this year. Granted we drank a lot during it because it was not entertaining. Like most of E3 kind of fucking sucked. Yeah. And I mean like the PC gaming show was terrible. Like most of the shows were not good and they didn't have anything of value. Granted, this was a fucked up year, but I also think that was enough to, to start putting nails in the coffin even more than what we already thought before, which we already thought it was going to start going out, but when you have companies yeah. like GameStop that are starting to go away because that that physical store is no longer needed, I think it's going to be a very similar like thing for E3 where that that physical like big conference type deal is not necessarily needed anymore. Nintendo has been very successful with their Nintendo Directs. PlayStation has been doing uh, their their state of plays that aren't really all that entertaining most of the time they're pretty boring no. but they still work and i i think i think you like you said yeah the internet is in a very different place than when e3 originally started obviously well, video games are too right i mean video games and video were, games are yeah. video games were a physical product yes so they're in they're in every way a digital first product right yeah, uh, even a physical copy of a game, you thing. still have to download this thing, right? Right. The thing, like, you imagine going back to E3, right? Like, 2002, okay? 2000 when the GameCube's announced, right? Yeah. And you go with today's video game. Wouldn't right. work. No. No, absolutely You've got, not. Hold on a second. We've got to download it. Hold on a second. It's got a patch. <laughs> <laughs> Whole, uh, physical do you have the physical di- no no we preloaded it on this on this gamecube ahead of time you know i mean it just it's not it's not the same product anymore it doesn't no. i can't physically pick up the console i can physically pick up or phys- i can sorry pick up the console like i'm not picking up the cartridge it doesn't fucking mean anything because it's all in the same medium it's on a fucking cd for right. all of them right it, or blu-ray some fucking crazy form of blu-ray right Great, fantastic. I, you know, it's a CD at the end of the day. They all look the same when you take them out, except for the Switch, okay, yeah. which is a memory card. Still a cartridge. Looks like a mem- <laughs> an SD card at this point. So yeah. I just, yeah, I, it's not a, it's a totally different product now. So I just don't, right. I don't see the value in it. Um, I think there's more value in not even just from the press's side. I mean, from us, I would rather get information directly right off the internet immediately and be the first one to know than to have to sit there and fucking write about it. Right. 
That seems dumb. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like I'm watching it already, right? As a person, I don't yeah. need IGN to then write an article about what I just fucking watched on stream. No. No. Granted, so, I mean, we do a follow-up after. No, we do a follow-up, yes. It's a but different I mean, thing, right? We don't write a fucking article about it because well, I don't want to an article. Well, and even then, most of these news outlets aren't even including everything. Oh, no, my God, including like know. a few big tidbits. And this is coming from someone who has had to rewatch a lot of showcases oh, to write God. the fucking show notes for it. So I, I'm fully aware when they forget yes. things. Because I have painstakingly walked back through them and watched them over, paused it, wrote it down, unpaused it, watched another 10 seconds, pause it again. Like, it fucking sucks. But. Yes. And then the only thing they write about is Keanu. Yeah. And then Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. Here's my. Before I get to the possible but doubtful wishes. Yeah. So let's my not likely, but we're well overdue for. And of course, they both come from Activision Blizzard. And so that's where it's this weird like. I got one that I'll fit in with yours after. Uh, that's okay. my last one. Um, We haven't seen Overwatch 2 or Diablo <laughs> 4 for what? Three years now? I think Diablo 4 so, was four years ago. So we did no, it was see. three years. We did see some considerable things on Overwatch 2 when finals happened. Okay. So they showed I didn't off. follow that. They showed off. Well, not many did. So they yeah. showed off gameplay of a, a mode where basically, I forget what mode they call it, but basically you're pushing. Uh, a, you have two robots, right? Mm-hmm. And basically the map is almost like a giant U or a circle. Okay. And each opposing team has a robot. Basically, you are going, you're killing the team so that, or trying to block this robot from pushing this stone or the payload, essentially. So it's kind of like Arma. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. Arma, yeah. Right? yeah in some I mean, cases, but you're right. trying to stop it from pushing it and continue to push it to the, the end post, the end goal post area where you're going to get a point on that map. So they showed that. They showed a whole match. On that, okay. they showed the new. They showed a couple new characters. They discussed how you know Bastion was broken, so they're gonna fucking break him even more. And <laughs> they discussed um, you know some different, some other different character changes like Lucio um, and other other shit like that. Um, so they did show off some stuff. However, okay. I believe right after they showed that, a lot of this Activision Blizzard shit started coming out, and I don't yeah. believe either they ever posted a lot about it or it just never got the limelight but they did actively show a new game like mode. i said I, but after that yeah i haven't heard anything i i entirely missed it diablo 4 might as well be a fucking unicorn at this point because we well we've got the like, mobile I, game well yeah that's still not even out yet <laughs> yeah but that we know that's coming before diablo 4 so so we've got to wait for that activision blizzard is obviously all sorts of in crazy shit right now yeah and then on top of that like you know they they announced these titles forever ago and haven't even really soft had a walkout yeah oh yeah those are the war zone yeah team just walked out yep it's like fuck this so that that is a couple games that i if they were going to announce anything i think it would have been this year but with everything going on I don't. Uh, Activision Blizzard needs to keep their fucking mouth shut. And they, not can't, say shit they can't. They can't announce any nobody, game until they figure out their shit. 
Right. They have to figure their shit out before they announce anything. And I know it's not going to be that way because I even predicted earlier the low-hanging fruit of Call of Duty is going to get another game because they yeah. just launched Vanguard amidst everything. So, But it's not doing they, as hot as any other it, Call of Duty. No. It's still doing very well as a video game. Of course. It, it's, but it's it's not, it's not in, the, in, the, in the scheme of COD. It is doing very poorly. Right. It is a poor poor it's doing poorly for a call of duty but for a video game it's still fucking still doing unbelievable yes it's crazy but those are those are my probably not going to happen but if if i was a betting man if everything else at activision blizzard wasn't going on right now i think they would talk about them this year but like i said it's it's in a weird spot right now that I have no clue what they're going to do because they're also fucking idiots and keep putting out stupid yes. shit that makes yes. everything 10 times worse. By the way, they did actually finally change McCree's name. I know they did. I've played on him. It's My ridiculous. kids pointed it out to it's me the ridiculous. other day. They're like, hey, they changed one of the characters' names. I go, I assume it was McCree, huh? <laughs> they're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forget what his name is now. Is it Colson or something like that or? Um. Oh my God. Oh God. Played, it was a dude. Um, I still call him McCree. Yeah. McCree I can't remember what they Cole Cassidy. Yeah, Cassidy. He goes by Cassidy in the game. Yeah. Well, he's McCree still. <laughs> right. Hey, it's that raping guy. <laughs> Fuck. Fucking shit. Yes, that guy. Hey, it's that. Name McCree, which nobody knew what the fuck it meant until somebody from Blizzard decided we need to name rename McCree because of a member of the team. Nobody knew. Nobody knew that. No, it, it sounded ne- like a good cowboy name. Never needed to happen. Yeah. Never need to know about it. There was no justice in telling us that that was a thing. Right. And now we have Cole Cassidy, which people still call McCree because Cole Cassidy is not Cassidy does not roll with it. Sounds like a He's woman. Also- it's also been McCree for almost six years now. That's kind of right. a hard thing to like right. break after the Here's fact. That's why thing. you don't name your characters. What if someone after named Cassidy now fucks up? Is there anybody in Activision named Cassidy? Surely somebody named Cassidy has fucked up at some point in time. I mean, but. This is why you don't name your characters after well, somebody. This is within why the you also like. It's one thing to come forward about a sexual assault claim that's terrible that's an awful thing that should be right. discussed and, and that should happen it's another thing to come out and be like by the way we named the character after that guy after that happened and nobody knew right you've just made yeah. a problem for yourself right my god i've got an activision one okay and and as much as i want to sit here and say i think that this has a slim chance of happening the leadership of that company is so fucking stupid. It yes. might happen. I think they rebrand. <laughs> oh. I think they I mean, get rid of Activision and I think they rebrand and Blizzard stays Blizzard because that's not gonna that that that's not as affected. Okay. Correct. I think Activision sits at the top of all that. 
but I think that they rebrand. I think that they make some stupid rebrand, and I think that they rebrand not only as a video game company, but also towards the metaverse. I believe that they do a double down on this, and they, one, rebrand just to hope to God that it gets rid of stuff, which it won't, and two, to be no. absolute fucking shills on the stock market. And I believe yes. Ubisoft also does the same thing. Endor comes really? out. Dude, look at the writing on the wall. I Ubisoft. know their shit. Their shit's not, all sorts of not just up with right now NFT. Too. So Ubisoft's getting away with all that shit because of Activision right now. They also have a, a some sexual assault claims going on right now too. Yes, if I remember correctly. Yes, yeah, they do, and it's kind of flying under the radar because of Activision. Activision. And all the NFT I- shit is flying under the radar a little bit, not as yeah. much, but it seems to have sparked more things. But if you look at Ubisoft as a company, the fact that they did the Rocksmith and it's a service online this company is not just interested in doing video games right this com- this company is, is fully down to just any interactive software it yeah. ubisoft will try to play this metaverse bullshit which the metaverse is complete horseshit yes. but the i think they'll both try to aim that and play that i mean that's why facebook rebranded they rebranded because they started getting a bunch of flack they renamed themselves to meta they wanted the name so that they could get ahead of metaverse and so now they own Meta, which is fucking fucking stupid. stupid. But Activision could probably do that. Also, a very dumb name choice, by the way. Meta is fucking stupid, right? It is. It's a bad name. Well, I mean the pro- the problem is right. It's it's all guise of bullshit. Like when you get an Oculus Quest two, you have to create a Facebook account. Yeah, I think they. Didn't they do away with that finally? Or they were talks of it, I think. My buddy just bought one for his kid. His yeah. kid had to have a Facebook account. And That's so he fine. was like, okay, so maybe it's like a Facebook Oculus account where it's like, you know, it's limited. Something no, separate. No. Full-blown Facebook account. That's dumb. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand why they did it, but it's dumb. Yeah. A social media platform for a video game. Eh, fucking stupid. But anyways, yeah, I think to... that they rebrand. So I, I I, am now down to my possible but doubtful wishes. Yeah, just fire the rapid fire this off because I'm done. Mine. You're done with yours? I'm okay, done with so I have here. new Bioshock game. There have been rumors it's of it anyway. Doubtful. doubtful. Exactly. That's why I made this category. <laughs> uh, I would love a new Bioshock game, but it's I not don't gonna think happen. it's going to happen. <laughs> And yeah, uh, Persona, new Persona game. The only reason I think it's doubtful. How this old is the other year, one? It's pretty old. I think it was 2015 or 2016. Yeah, I can see it. New console. Um, well, the only reason I say it's uh, doubtful is because we just got the new Shin Megami Tensei. And I think they are okay. different teams. Yeah, but they but push strikers also- too. Yeah, Strikers is a PlayStation Plus yes, game. Yes, it is. Yes, it month, is. Which that was a game I actually did hold off and and wait for and wait look for. Look at and you. Welcome. Look at me. I I got a win, boys. I got Welcome a win. To value. Uh, it came out. So Persona Five came out September fifteenth, twenty sixteen. But yeah, Royal just it. came out last month or last year. Sorry, uh, and then Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah, but, but Royal's like that's the swan song for that one. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's just repurposing. I would, it. I would I love a new Persona game. 
Because I'm having a hard time getting into Shin Megami Tensei. I really am. It's I something about Persona is just a lot more enjoyable for me. But huh. uh, my next one is Titanfall. No, I think respawn. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> but I would love to see respawn. You know, return to Titanfall, but it's not going to fucking happen again. Why it's in this list right here? Because they're too busy with Apex still. Yeah, Even though that game I haven't heard much about in a while. Um. And then my my last possible but doubtful wish is a new uh, 3D Mario game. I mean, it's, if you're going to do it, you I think that's more plausible than any of the other ones. Like I, I would put Persona's that up with my Mario probably the most plausible. Yes. But I think you put And then you, I you, think Mario's second. I think you put like Mario Odyssey 2 up there with with Mario Kart. If not an announce, and then it's the next following, you know, like 2023. But I feel Mario like Odyssey that is also out, a game that they would just take over and port. So Mario Odyssey came out October 27th, 2017. Jeez. So we are almost, well, we're four years out, four and a few odd months, right? So I bet you E3, they announce it. And then I bet you what happens is this. They come up with that. They come up with the Mario Kart. They come up with Zelda. And then they follow the same shit that they did with the switch when they make whatever switch to switch pro switch you know kawaii whatever yes and then they port them so you get mario mario odyssey one and two when it goes over you get breath of the wild part one and two when it goes over and you get mario kart whatever deluxe mario kart nine deluxe well and the big thing right now is with the switch we've burnt through a lot of their major ips already and so once zelda comes out there are no major ips on the on the sunrise there right? like it is, well that's supposed to come out next year too i believe if i remember yes correctly. which we both are perplexed by splatoon because i just don't yeah it has a 2022 release date so it would make sense you're releasing the second zelda game next holiday season hopefully and unless shit gets delayed it would make sense to (laughs) there's a little uh, just throwing that in there uh and it would make sense to have a mario game to follow it up the year after to keep your your sales strong for your console as it starts to you know fade out of existence slowly Mm -hmm. so i i think it's possible we do get an announcement for it this year but i obviously i don't think it's coming this year okay agree holiday season 2023 here's an outlandish one just before we wrap all this up switch pro never gets announced (laughs) that's not even outlandish that's just not a reality not a thing it's not gonna happen not gonna happen no not a thing absolutely not not a thing at all it's cool is that it? Like, yeah, is that all of your predictions? That, that is my entire list. Shit, yep. We had a lot of them. So I yeah, guess I'm, I'm just going to keep this note and I'll just see how many of these like don't come true. So yeah. we'll see. Um, yeah, by the way, on the Stadia stuff, uh, I don't wish for it to die. So that's another key factor. So please, nobody fucking <laughs> write some bullshit. Also, some devs at Google are fucking douchebags. Don't DM me, bro. <laughs> With your fucking, yeah. I am a dev at Google. Okay, great, cool. You wrote five lines of fucking code this week. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Get out. Just get out of my fucking DM, bro. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, guys, if you like the show, please 
hit subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or uh, if you're listening for the first time with the audio version of the podcast and you found us, hey, hit that subscribe. You made it to the end. Thank you so much. Um, tell your friends also about uh, the show. We're available on every single podcast platform, known to man and woman. And uh, on top of that, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Um, and uh, we'll see you uh, this time next week. You know, it'll be great. And uh, hopefully some news comes out. My God. See you next year. <laughs> oh, yeah. See you next year. God, I Fuck. hate that. That's some water cooler <laughs> shit. All right. See you next year. <laughs>